All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Uh, we were going to be recording uh, earlier, but we've decided there is Newcastle, there is Cranbourne, where you understand that it's been a great spring carnival, which we will recap. We'll recap it next week and go through some of our results, if it was a winning or losing spring or what our favourite horses and shit were, but it's all about Cranbourne and Newcastle at the moment. And lucky Tom, Tom is down in Newcastle, sunning his ass out on, um, out on the beach right now at Nobby's. Coey's in bed, hungover as hell, so we may as well get stuck into it. But, Tommy, what's going on? You're down there for the Hunter this weekend? Uh, up here, yeah. Yeah, um, up at Newcastle, yeah. It's very nice. You got it's, the sunscreen um, on? No, I don't. I'm, I'm dreading it. <laughs> um, no, it's it's just um, it's pretty chill up here. It's pretty nice. Did full mine here last night. And, um, yeah, the race is tomorrow. I think it's going to be really good. Sweet, must be nice. Coey, how are you, mate? Pumped for a bit of Newcastle action. We've gotten rid of all the big group ones. Well, at least I won't get sunburnt where I am today. Um, currently horizontal in bed, just recuperating so I can drink a few more beers tonight. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Newcastle, uh, I think it's a a fun little fun little meeting. With I think there is a bit of um, a few bets to be had. Uh, I'm not so sure about Cranbourne. Cranbourne could... Yeah, that was definitely not on my radar. I knew he have done the format least, so I'm pumped about it. All right. Well, Newcastle, uh, there's some cracking ones. And like we've always said, the old adage, they all pay the same. We'll have a look at Cranbourne, just the cut at the end of the end of the show, but we'll fly through a bit of Newcastle action. And like I said earlier, next week, we will give um, a bit of a recap of spring because it was a cracker, uh, except for last week. Last week was an absolute strip out for me, but we'll get into that next week. But let's go. Let's do it. Max Lee's Classic kicks off 900 metres of the best. These are always fun, 900 metre sprints. This is more my liking. J-Max there, fresh off after after uh, not having a baby, but being a part of it. So congratulations to him. Cylinder, barrier 12, $4.80. Wild Bozer at $4.80. Bangetta, right. Line of Law, we got a Bjorn horse there. There is the raw ones that not everyone's going to know a hell of a lot because you've only been trialing. So, Tommy, anything about these trialers? Yeah, I can just say um, a couple of good dolphins, including um, Cylinder go round, but it's tried pretty well. Um, the other one is the Max Lees one. I'm starting to warm to it. You think uh, Chris Lees would be targeted in this race here with his best two-year-old? So I think I might back the Chris Lees one. Right, you King? No, I went with the. Um, so I think the Godolphin pair looked real, real nice at that recent hit out at Wyong. I think it was. I really can't be bothered firing the laptop up. So I'm just kind of going to guess. Um, I think Cylinder looks the better type, but it's drawn wide. And I went with Fergana, just drawn one. I think it boxes up and I think just it'll get the perfect run in transit. So I went with the uh, the better price with Fergana. All right, Fergana, that's the Nashville Willow one. Barrier one, you get 850 of the best there. So 850. And Tommy's one, Chris Lee's, is uh, 550. There's pretty much has not budged in market wise. So they're all pretty good prices. Dramatist, highway time. Coey mentioned this before we hit record. He likes it. It's 460. It's in from 650. Another one that's been backed pretty heavily, Tyler Schiller. Uh, nine bucks into 480, and that's Manda Boss, drawn absolutely wide. Let Me Reigns there at 550. Jalmari is bloody dual win, this horse. I think I've been on it the last couple of times, and it's been a really tough watch. But at 650, smooth the spree. Had a really cracking win at Rose Hill a couple of starts back. Uh, and then we go out to double figures. Uh, Tom, you give Jalmari a chance. Yeah, it's a bit hard to after the last few. I've been on it a few times as well and just keep disappointing. 
think the dramatist looks like the one, but I'll let Cully go into it more. I think he's a bit more pen than I am. But, yeah, it's pretty open. You can make a case for a few. Cully? Yeah, dramatist. I think 460, that's juicy. That's real juicy. I think first up was great two weeks ago. Reese Jones claims one and a half. Newcastle with a long straight. I think that suits perfectly. I think it'll just fly. I mean, yeah, its racing pattern is to settle back. So then it, I think there is a little bit of tempo on, on in this race. So I'd want to be with it. And Smooth Esprit is really weird. I think it's friendless in the market and it gets a dry uh-huh. surface. Yeah, dry surface. And I think it maps really well. And it's definitely one at odds. But yeah, I think the drama just for me here. Did you get a piece of the 650? I got a piece of six bucks, not uh, quite the six fifty, but yeah, a little bit. Love that, All right? Dramatist four sixty, smoothest breeze about the nine buck mark. Uh, race three is what have we got? A benchmark seventy eight and short shorts. There's been a fair bit of chat about this already. It's two seventy. It's a Brad Whitup horse. Tommy Sherry's aboard. French Bonnet, Tyler. Uh, what are we at? Four sixty. Bit of a drift. Uh, the really surprising one is the one Nash is riding. Zucchina uh, open twenty six dollars. It's now six. No deductions, so it's just been pounded, right? So it's twenty six bucks into six dollars. Barrier one at one at Doombin last start. It's up from up north. Uh, can't remember how to spell or pronounce the Chris Waller one with Tommy Berry. It's Thalassophile, Thalassophile, whatever. Um, but pretty much May Rose is there as well for twelve bucks. Zach Lloyd absolutely flying. I'm going to get him on the podcast in the next couple of weeks too because he is uh, he is doing really well. Tommy, short shorts or what's the story with Zucchina? Twenty six bucks it was. Yeah, I think it was just forgotten about and people jumped all over it. It was um, disappointing in Queensland. Um, but I think short shorts on the back up. It looked really good last start. I think really likes the um, nice firm deck here at Newcastle. So I am, I don't think it's short short at all. I'll take 270. Cody, short shorts went around at nine bucks last start. It was um, fucking really good in front. What do you reckon? I think you will get the, you know, it, it knows only one way, this horse. It goes forward and uh, it'll be kind of just lead it and weep. I guess it, it, there is a little bit of tempo in this. I, I've kind of gone with a little bit more of a price of French Bonnet, but at the same time, I'm not liking this drift. At yeah. least short shorts is, you know, sticking strong. So I did go with French Bonnet. I think the mayor ticks a lot of boxes. Um, second up record's perfect. I think it's two from two. 1,400 metres is also perfect. Tyler will claim. I see the like the map in itself quite – it'll it'll sit well in transit. So I did go the – I haven't luckily taken any price on it yet, but, yeah, I'm <laughs> a little bit surprised on the drift, to be honest. So still with the toppy, but, yeah, short shorts look looks really good here. Odds drift protector, good one. So keep an eye on Zucchina, though. Uh, see what it does. 26s into sixes. Race four, we have a 2,300-metre distance race. King Frankel going around. Uh, one at Warwick Farm. Last start, Tyler Schiller's for Newnham. It was $8 when markets opened. It is two seventy. Another one that's been absolutely pounded. So Cucaracha's there. That's on the drift of $5. Gin Martini, six fifty. Another one on the drift is Chalk Stream. But uh, our candidate, we always like, you just got always got to keep an eye on that. Dylan's claiming two for Chris Lee's, but King Frankel, Tommy, what's doing? Eight bucks it was. Yeah, it was scratched last week in a, a bit of a weird one because I think they were working on another horse and all of a sudden King Frankel was out. Um, so it's a tricky one because you think it's out, out and out later, but fun fact, definitely will um definitely try to uh, get in front of him. So 
it's it's a tough one speed wise. If you can take a sit, I, I really like King Tranquil and uh, listening to Mark Unum is really disappointed. Scratch him last week, so I'm going to stick with him. But yeah, the map map's a bit of a weird one. And as you said, our candidate, you, you just got to watch uh, him, especially at home. Um, I reckon he might be a bit of a bit of an each way go. Boy, Tommy's you can tell Tommy's walking. He's going to be puffed. Um, Coey, King Frankel, just going up to a light jog. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, I'm on, I'm on Chalkstream here, but it's another one that's just been four forty out to seven dollars. Yeah, it's been drifting, and it's, you know, like I mean, most of the market has drifted. Let's be honest. The uh, Cucaracha, you know, Fun Fact, Chalkstream—they're all on the drift. I like Chalkstream. I think this—it finally gets a dry deck, and I think that's a real positive for it. Um, it might finally get a breakthrough. Like, I mean, it's been relatively disappointing, but it's been just running on heavy eights, nines, tens since it arriving in Australia. So getting the dry surface, which it got whilst it was in the UK, I think that's a real big tick. And it's well-weighted. It's 54 kilos. I think that's fantastic. It comes in a strong company and everything else. And, yeah, I, I thought it maps really well, but I'm terrified of this drift. And King Crankle, I mean, it's got to be carrying 50 and a half, which is just rock bottom. It's no weight on its back. I can see why, yeah, like, I think there is a lot of upside backing this. It's eight and a half kilo slider um, after the claim. It'll have no problem going around the uh, distance at 2,300 metres. I want to be with the king, the king's horse, but, I mean, you can make a case for King Crankle. So, I mean, I think the Quinella here. Okay, yeah, King Frankel absolutely smashed in betting. Race five, a bit more even. A mile race, benchmark 72. Zach Lloyd's riding Tracy Bartley at seven bucks into five dollars. That's Sabrenko. Uh, one couple of starts back at Kembla. Analysts, uh, Timmy Clark's riding at Selma Drift of seven. Mediaro, sevens. Wrathful, sevens. Timpanist, um, that's a Reese Jones, David Payne horse. Second up, hasn't done much. Had a run at Warwick Farm where it ran, lost to Zushak. Uh, what else we got? More Sundays. Got a there's a horse named after me here in Ripped as well. So for Jay Collett. So Tommy, what do you think here? This is a tough one. Ripped, righto. Uh, so so, I'm really intrigued by Rathful. He was a good win. Um, or beat a maiden in the I step in up, uh, a bit of a tougher race. I reckon. Um, I reckon it's gonna be a good horse at seven dollars. I might just take the punt that it improves off it. A big step up, but we'll just see. Kippenest as well. Um, really liked it last prep. Got the win um, before going out for a spell. Might be in each way as well. Right, you, King? I'm on Sabrenko on top. Um, I think uh, hard to knock perform. Love Tracy Bartley as a trainer. Uh, ran a blinder in that four pillars. Carrying 58 and a half. This start will be 55. So it's definitely kind of the one to beat. She will get the low draw. Oh, does she get the low draw here? Sorry, uh, she gets she gets a great draw here in two. Zach Lloyd claiming three. Yeah, I think a lot of things will go right for this also start. So Sabrenko for me, but I've got a weird one. Um, I was drunk yesterday. Obviously, I've already mentioned that, and I've put a place bet on Singapore at sevens. I did I did the form for it, and I was just like. I don't know how to read this horse because it's coming out of Benchmark 88 company, right? Now it goes into a midway Benchmark 72. It was only one and a quarter length behind Tamerlane on Cup Day. Um, and it's it's opened as 23s and 7 for the players. And I was just like, 
It's coming into a weaker, weaker grade, lower weight, and at a ridiculous price. So I don't know. My my drunk self went, eh, you know what? Place bet. Let's let's roll with it. So I put <laughs> put too, probably way too much money on the place here for Singapore, but I I see merit. <laughs> All right, you can so, you can still get six bucks for Singapore. Yeah. So like I yeah I think that it's crazy. I think just the fact that it opened at twenty six is it's friendless in the market, but. If you read into its form, it's, it's actually run, run pretty well without winning. So, yeah, I've done the place bet for Singapore and Sabrenko on the nose for me. Tommy, you mentioned Timpanist just then as well. Um, what about Reese Jones? He's gone through a few stages, the old Reese. He um, went through stages of winning a bunch. I just had a look. In his last 50 rides, he's had one winner. Um, there's not a hell of a lot of placings either. What do you reckon? Are you a bit worried about Reese, the form he's in? No, he rides his horses out. He rides them pretty well, and I think all jockeys just go through it, and especially with some good jockeys around this time of uh, year, especially during the carnival. Um, trainers are happy to use race. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't worry about it too much, especially going back to Newcastle. He's a he's a country boy. I reckon he'll get a couple of winners. He might be a bit hungry too. All right, race six. This is uh... – I'm really like a horse here in Global Osbred. Huey Bowman riding for Brad Whitup. It's third up. Had a good run last start uh, behind Waterford as well. I reckon it's a good one. It's 3.30. It was 4.20. I still like 3.30. We go out to 6.50 for Pink Ivory. Uh, Barry 11, John Sargent, Jay Collett. Uh, this horse has been up for a little while. Had a, What's that up? Had last start. It ran behind Pale King. Decent. Uh, Bonnie Ezra, J-Mac riding for Waller. It's 10s into 7s. We've got Rondino. Morris is me dad. The Bjorn horse, that's at 10 bucks. we got Yee Yee. Ting Tong, couldn't refuse. Even Creaderis is going around. So, uh, Tommy, Global Osbred, are you with me? Uh, yeah, I think it's got a massive chance. I, I really hope Yee Yee and Ting Tong are fighting it out here. Darren Flindell. Yee Yee, Ting Tong. Yee Yee, Ting Tong. <laughs> would, be a, uh, would be a great... Um, Great listen, but uh, I actually like Esty Fanny each way. I thought it was last start behind Bartholomew Diaz was um, not bad. It just got a stitch in the last sort of 100 metres, and I think it was trip a bit fitter. I really like it. If it's not this um, if it's not this race, it's the next one. He's going to um, win a race or come really close soon. So 23 bucks each way. I think Esty Fanny is good, but yeah, yeah, mentioned Global Osbred. It's going to be hard to beat. Kelly, Global Osbred? Global Osbred. Yeah. Um, uh, I can justify why it's the price is where it's at. It's been run perfectly for this race. I think it's everything maps perfectly. Um, Huey on board. It comes out of the right form races. So it's coming out of the Silver Eagle into uh, a good second over longer behind Waterford into this. I think everything in terms of speed map, jockey, weights, everything just Six boxes here, and uh, yeah, it's hard to be against it, to be honest. So it's the warranted favourite. I will be on Global Osbred, and Pink Ivory is a little bit short for me. I think it should be pushed down. And Bonnie Ezra, I guess uh, J-Mac, baby, daddy J-Mac? Da yeah, daddy J-Mac now. Uh, could definitely, I don't know, I, I reckon this would be a second elect for, uh, for me anyway. Uh, warrants respect, but yeah, hard to look past the favourite. All right, 
I'll be pounding that on the weekend. Race number seven, first leg of the quad. It is the Spring Stakes Group 3 over the mile. Save a date for me. Tommy Berry is aboard. It's 290. Pretty much hasn't budged since opening. Reed Diner, Hugh Bowman, that's at five bucks. We've got Kazalark. Brenton's riding for Waller as well. It's at 550. A little bit of coin. Robusto, that's Waller and J-Mac. So one last start, uh, which we were talking about where Reese Jones, that was his uh, last winner. Reese Jones in the last 50. Basquet, $11 completely, friend, unfriend, yeah, no friend, $6 out to 11. Looking at odds, nothing else has really been, maybe a couple of bucks for Marilia. T, Tommy, uh, Timmy Clark or Tracy Bartley was 100 into 30s. That's it. But uh, tough one. Opening league of the quaddy, Tommy. I had um, a back to robust the last start at $25. And then um, the favorite was declared a non runner. So, uh, got half of that price in thirteen dollars on Cup Day, but oh well, a win's a winner. But um, I think Robusta really like Newcastle, a nice wide track, uh, less chance of it getting um, hampered up like it, um, and just sort of get it clear running like it did at Ramwick. So I'm going to stay with Robusta. I think it's um, six dollars a good price because yeah, I think I really like Newcastle. But the favourite, uh, a couple of really good wins last couple of wins, so it deserves to be favourite. But Robusta for me. What about you, King? Don't mind a robusto at the bet uh, as a bet. I think it is one of the chances. We'll love that long straight down at Newcastle, well, up at Newcastle's. Um, one of the chances for me. I think save a date for me is way unders. Um, two ninety. I definitely can't be taking that price. I I have to assume it's going to get pushed out. I think the bookies will chat take it on. Saying that the last year's winner came out of the Goulburn form as well, so. Who the hell knows? It's, it's been eye-catching the victories, but it's been beaten nobodies. So I can't really make a case for it. I'd rather be on something like Robusta, Rudina or Kazalark. I think they they come out of stronger races. It's just simple as that. Uh, Rudina comes out of the Carbon Club Stakes. Kazalark, first up in a stronger in-town maiden, then got that hit-and-run win at Hawkesbury. So I definitely can entertain him. Oh, who do I go? Robusto's got a nice price as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Kazalark. I think Kazalark. We had this bit of a mail early when it was trialling up this horse. So I want to follow it in, uh, stay true with it. I think this guy is absolutely greener than grass, <laughs> but he is, he is slowly figuring it out. That win on at Hawkesbury, Hawkesbury was just sheer ability. It's still got no idea what, what it's doing. It'll enjoy the long straight at Newcastle. I think I see a lot of merits. It's drawn well enough. Yeah, it ticks a few boxes for me, so I'll I'll roll the dice and go Kazalark. All right, Kazalark looking to go back-to-back. Back. How do we win a Hawkesbury? Save a date for me. Uh, they're probably just going for it because it's one its last two, looking for three in a row. But Tommy Robusto, six bucks. Uh, the Hunter. So this is the main race, the million-dollar uh, feature up in Newcastle. So in the Congo, going around his favourite. Waihaha Falls is still there, but... Doubtful we'll get a run. Needs a couple of horses to come out. So it's still in the market at 480. Balana is there at fives. Apache Chase at eight dollars. Eleven eleven. One of my favorites. Eleven eleven. Drawn the car park, but one of the greats. Uh nine bucks. Skyman, overpass, gem song, gravina, brutality. Fuck brutality could be a chance. Um I don't know. You within the Congo, Tommy? It's a bit tough. There's there's a lot of speed. You look at things like in the Congo going forward, Apache will be up there and so will overpass. I actually think it sets up for something uh, back in the pack. I think Brutality getting the run now is going to be massive. 
Uh, it's been flying so far. I think it's a good chance, but Valana as well. It's had some bad gates, but um, there's a bit of money for it. I think Valana really sets up to win here. I'll, I'll go with Valana, but maybe even 11-11. If you can find a sit and Tommy riding a back marker, you'd love to see. So maybe a couple each way on 11-11 and um, brutality, but I'll go Valana. Kelly, what do you think of Valana? We were there when it saluted on Everest Day. Yeah, I think Valana looked like the uh, winner. I've mapped it uh, pretty much as Tommy said. Um, Apache Chase, Expat, Overpass in the Congo. The the speed's going to be pretty genuine here. I think Valana it draws nine this time, better than the twenty it drew. Um, last start in the Golden Eagle, so I'd say they'll find cover, kind of midfield ish. Uh, it'll be more more forward. That's pretty much what I want to see from it. Barry 20 last start, it literally just had to go out the back and it was pretty much stone motherless last and still managed to come home pretty well. This looks far easier. I think Barry 9 will be more ideal and I think it'll just find it'll, – it'll need ruck, a luck in running, but I think uh, with that hot tempo, I think they'll just fall, fall to pieces at the end. So I think Valana launches scores here and – I've got a small little each way on Gravina. I could probably it's it's a weird one. Um, <laughs> once again, drunken me thought that the Testarossa stakes second up was good and ten to eleven bucks was nice. So I took a little each way on that as well. But um, that's drunk me. Uh, my head says Valana. You got to hey, think um, if they're yeah. going here with Gravina, Coe, that they've got an opinion of it because all the other horses coming out of stronger races. So I can see that with Gravina and X Pat likely to scratch as well which brings brutality in. I think um, they said that unless unless there's going to be a big shower here, X-Pac won't run. Yeah. Dry track right. hates it. Valana, five bucks. I think, like Tommy said, brutality is a good chance. So it's 18 or $17 and you're getting a pretty good price for a place too. All right. Why Haha Falls, so if it doesn't run the previous race, it's going around as favourite in race nine, 1300 metres. Uh, Reese Jones rides. It did open 320, so it's coming in a bit. Democracy Manifest could be one of the greats uh, when it gets called. $5. Cotelli, really good last start when Jamie rode it all the way from in front. Jojo was a man at 950. A couple of bucks up and down. Titanium Power. Uh, Hutchings is aboard with Joe Pride. We go out to pretty big odds. So even Mar and Par, I'll give that another shot. I was on it last start when it came forth. But Tommy, who are you with? Uh, it's got to be hard to beat Waihaha. It's um, absolutely fine at the moment. Um, democracy Manifest was huge. So if he gets the run, I think it'll be close. But I think I think it's all Waihaha. Yeah, um, I only like – Waihaha looks perfect here. It will get the run of the race. It's one of the best on the card for sure. I could probably make a case for Katili. Comes off the win last start as well at five bucks, which is a nice price. But yeah, genuinely, I think Waihaha here after that booming finish in the Sydney Sturks. All right, race number 10, last of the day. What do we got? It is another mile race. Adjourn is going around. Uh, J-Mac, Chris Lee's $4.60, did open three seventy. So on the drift, one that's been pounded as well is Kermanding. Karen for the Snowdens was $17.00. Now for 80, checking deductions, hardly any. So pretty much solid money for it. Uh, Redwood Shadow at 550. We've got Notions at 650. Kedar, uh, 1A. I'm trying to look at anything else that's been backed. Not really. One that's been the, the Quinn horse has been drifting. Tommy, Commandy, Barrier 3, Karen, Snowdens, 17s into 480. 
I don't know, did we miss something last start when in its mahogany race came ninth of 10? Mate, it's funny. The market's done a few things. I saw Tony B go up. It got, went up 19s back straight into 11. So I managed to get some of the 17. And then there's been just little moves for a few of them. Um, the import, I mean, Tony B, I really hope it wins because I got the 17s, but um, it was hampered last start. The import for Chris Lees as well. It's hard going back through its runs. It's had a win a couple of starts ago, but it hasn't been too impressive. But it might really enjoy it, especially at Newcastle. Uh, this time last year, we saw um, top ranked and a few other internationals make their debut. And top ranked went on to uh, dead heat at Epsom. So, look, it's really interesting. I don't know too much about the Snowden one either, but you got to think if there's money for it, it's definitely a capable one. But hopefully, Tony B for me. Who you got on top, Coey? No, I got notions on top. Purely because of the speed in this race, there's absolutely donuts, and I think TC is going to have an absolute picnic up front. Um, it's the only out and out leader. Vucetich is going to Canterbury. There's a, there's a few horses that are just going to be scratched out of this race as well. I have no idea what to do with this adjourn. <laughs> My goodness, like it's. I think the bookies made a mistake going so short on it. Um, probably coming to a more truer price right now. Um. Tom, Tommy mentioned top rank, but top rank at least had more runs on the board. This thing's a, a mile's probably going to be too short for it. It's only win to dates over the 2000 meters. And yeah, it's been in like rating hundreds and rating 90s. So, you know, it's been in stronger races, I think. But yeah, I, I have no idea what to do with this horse. And commanding, I can probably make a case. It's got the better draw this start. It was out wide last start and it had it. Can't remember who was on it. I think it might have been Clipperton on it last start. It literally had no choice but to, you know, go back in the field and subsequently it was dead last coming into the turn and it made enough ground. It wasn't eye catching, but it he will he'll get a drier track this start and kicks a few boxes. Um they've definitely found it on the price. So I think this is as low as he you want to see him. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think you you want to see him come into threes or fours. Then I'd be launching into notions and the other runners, so to speak. So, um, but yeah, notions to end the card for me with the speed. All right, notions to take out the last. Uh, I will mention the Cranbourne Cup. I know we haven't probably done much form. I had too much of a look, but uh, it comes up in race seven. It's an oil race. Uh, Uncle Bryn is equal favourites with Visionari. Our playboys going around, just folks there. Ironclad, Bell Pasir, Corsine Mav. That's had a couple of wins. Or maybe had one win at Caulfield a few starts back. Buffalo River, Crosshaven. Nothing's really been back. Looking at odds, I guess. Uncle Bryn, this is something Chris and I have mentioned a couple of times, and it's sort of one of ours. Uh, it, won, it won two starts back at Sale. Could be a good chance. Zara's board. Zara's obviously riding with a little confidence. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know a hell, hell of a lot about Cranbourne. Tommy, with anything or had a look? Mate, I'm a big fan of uh, Uncle Bryn too. But one that catches my eyes, Buffalo, probably, because... Ollie goes back on. Ollie's never missed um, the placings on Buffalo from seven seven goes, four wins and three placings. So wow. um, there, there is a lot of speed, but it might even help Buffalo if he can just maybe sit behind, get a bit of um, bit of a break and then uh, run home pretty well. So I, I don't mind Buffalo each way. But you, King, anything? I think, yeah, like Tommy said, vis- uh, Uncle Brian, I think that's where I'd want to be betting. 
Yeah. It's only it's the only horse that I really know, to be absolutely honest. Uh, I do know, you know, our Playboy and Buffalo River as well, but Buffalo River's never one on a good surface, which makes me a little bit query. Yeah, Uncle Bryn's got runs on the board for good. Uh loves the mile. Comes out of that five diamonds race, which well, it's that was a little hot little race that with uh, Ellsberg winning uh, Epsom winner and this and the other. So yeah, let's go, Uncle Bryn. I've got literally no idea how Cranbourne plays as a track. So you yeah. know what? Let's let's just do it. All right. Well, all three of us agree. We'll go. We'll go a bit of Uncle Bryn. Tommy can have his other one as a place. Uh, Coey, I know you're lucky. Perth racing. They've got a couple of racing races coming back. Obviously, Pikey's over there and he's back to his winning form. Uh, anything you want to look at there? Anything you like? There's a few group races, a couple of listed. Uh, what was I going to say? There's a few um, big prize money races. Um, your so the the Philly Stakes is now three hundred grand, and the Placid Arc. Did I read that right? It was five hundred. Yeah, that's yeah, extraordinary money. So, um, if anything, I wouldn't mind touching on the Colonel Reeves. Elite Street, I think I'm assuming is the short price favorite. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's going to be tough. <laughs> I think it, Barry Miss Kentucky's there though. Miss Kentucky's there. Gets a better draw as well. Oh no, actually no, it's drawn the no, car park. That, yeah, that, you don't want to see that. Elite Street drawn inside of it. Brad Willett ride. It's. I genuinely think yeah that that could be a special. I mean, I'll have to watch a couple of races. This is all. Pretty much a stacked Perth field, so to speak. The um the East Coast horses haven't arrived yet. Yeah. The only one that I have definitely confirmation on traveling to the East actually uh, is the Astrologist. Um, it loves the dry dry track, so I think it's a eleven bucks in the all in for the winter bottom. So that could be a play. Uh, as for this weekend though, Tunners, I haven't done too much Perth form. I'll I'll read more into it when. Is it the railway next week? The first of the group uh, ones? I think so. Yeah. Um, I just want to mention Pikey's on the uh, Cerise in the last. Yeah. They've added 215 already. Uh, yeah. So, old time's sake, do we just slide up? <laughs> that can go That can go in our multi, eh? So, let's do it now. Let's find something to add in. I'm going to be adding in Global Ozbred to Salute. Uh, race number six, number seven, Global Ozbred. I'm going to put in Pike just for the sake of it because if we're alive, we're going to be balls deep on Pike in the last at 2.15. Uh, Tommy, what would you like to chuck in? Brutality to place? I think I'll go white ha-ha. In race eight? Yeah. What about you, Coey? Oh, race nine, sorry. Tommy beat me to it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Mobile bred. Why ha ha? Devoted. Well, on Elite Street. Well, I was, I was about to say, oh, yeah, if I could just put Singapore in for the place. Um, but let's not do that. Uh, I'm going to go rogue here. Kembla Grange. Uh, <laughs> Kembla Grange, race six, was it? Uh, let me just go through. What it goes? Yeah, what it goes. Jeez, all right, Mitchell Bell, Bjorn Baker. Is- it was, it was due to run tonight in Can- at Canterbury, and I kind of liked it for Canterbury, especially at the price. Decides to go to Kembla for a hidden run mission, and I also like that. Uh, yeah, two fifty. Give me a slice. Global Oz bread. What it goes? Why ha ha falls, and then all into devoted. Get a hundred bucks on that, and you're getting five grand. So, 
that'd be a nice little multi. So you're getting about 50 to one for that. So what could go nice? wrong? What could go wrong? Maybe none from four, but we'll see. All right, Tommy, enjoy your little holiday working experience up there. Enjoy the truck and hopefully there's um, a big crowd there and it doesn't rain or anything. Be a nice day. Coe, enjoy the rest of your day in bed and plenty of puntings that still go on. A couple of meetings Friday night, all into Saturday, all, in, all into Sunday. There's a bunch of fighting on as well, some UFC fights. We've got league semifinals. We've got Big Bash or whatever it's called, T20 final, plenty going on. Yeah, it's a fat day today as well. The triple header. I love a triple header. Night racing is back, baby. <laughs> it's good stuff. If anyone doesn't like those Canterbury nights, they're going to kick off soon. So they're, they're a cracking night. It's a long way from my house, but I've been a couple of times. And if you like food stalls and all that sort of gear, they're definitely worth a little trip out. Definitely. Uh, we're going to work out a piss up in the next couple of weeks for a little Chrissy party. We'll work out where and when. And if anyone wants to join feel free to come along, but uh, that'll be um, any excuse to sort of sink beers and have a few bets. I love beer and bets. <laughs> All right, boys, thank you. I'll talk to you later. See you, boys. Thanks, guys.